The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Miss Layla Gray, and you are listening to Off the Top Rope Podcast. Y'all need to check out this interview. Check out my man, because he knows how to do his damn job. So check it out. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. Sorry for hitting hit over my microphone, but we're back with another episode of Off the Top Ropes Podcast. If you don't know that you should know who the hell I am, I'm the boss on Big Felt, this whole operation of ours. You call me Blackheart. Um, you know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for tuning in, for subscribing to the channel, for, for listening to us, for listening to the audio, the video, the whole night. Y'all. We greatly, deeply appreciate it. Make sure that you come to merchandise at bonfire.com slash store slash off the top ropes podcast. Also, want to try to get yourself the Deco slides too. We got three colors. You can go to Deco D E C O slides.com as well. Uh, we got more stuff coming out. I got major announcements for y'all coming up um, as we get in, getting ready for our season finale, November 20th, which we are going to be, we're going to be sabotaging someone's podcast that night. So he or she better be ready for what the whole gang is going to be piling up in that bitch. But needless to say, y'all know how to follow us. Y'all know how to find us. Facebook, on the Facebook groups, Twitter, Instagram, Off the Top Rules Podcast, and the search engine. It's not hard to find us. Definitely follow us on YouTube. Hit that like, share, subscribe button. Leave a comment below in this video below. Let me know what the hell you guys are thinking and feeling. Just communicate. Talk to us, man. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Um, follow us on Anchor, Google, Real Public, Breaker, Audio, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Cashbox, and Pocket Cast. There's way more shit for us to try to tackle on. But needless to say, that's not all about me today. This is a so wacko behind the scenes of the professionally independent wrestling scene in the world. Um, tonight's special guest is the life partner of the great Layla Gray, who I just had here on my show uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, such a sweet, um, such a sweet lady. So without one, they want to be the other, right? So needless to say, man, oh man, we got, oh man, we got Luke Curtis in the building with us tonight. Mr. Luke, how are you doing? What's going on with you? What's going on with you, man? How you been? How you doing? Hey, yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm good. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, second is certified Luke Curtis. You always got to throw that certified. Oh, on excuse me, let me correct myself. Certified Luke. Curtis. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect, perfect. Yeah, but it's good to talk to you, brother. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having Layla on. Thank you having. Thank you for having me on, and I, I look forward to it. Listen, we always try to give people opportunities here at OTTR, so we stand by our model. So. That's why I said, well, we done it for one. We got to do it for the other, man. It just wouldn't feel right for me personally to say no to you, but yes to her. That's just some bitch shit right there, to really be honest with you. So I'm not going to do that to anybody. Anybody that want to come on the podcast, come and vent and talk your shit, reach out to me. I would love to get you guys on. Even if I got to rearrange my whole damn day to get you guys on, I'm going to make it happen. But let's get... You know what I'm saying? But let's just get into it, though, man. So um, you and Layla are an idol right now. So you two are a couple. And, you know, and we kind of talked about this on her episode where wrestlers is only going to date and marry wrestlers because I think the outside entity of people just can't quite understand what a wrestler goes through 
especially yeah. if that is he he achieves his career. So you don't see a lot of wrestlers needed outside that bubble. How can you get to the fans of the difficulties, I guess, when it comes to wrestlers, wrestlers dating and marry other wrestlers compared to you dating someone that's outside the wrestling industry? Well, sorry. It's okay. We we got it, we got into the business. We we were together before we got into the business. So that was that was like a little different. A lot of wrestlers, they shack up like when they're together, you know, because they're like, ah shit. Like, I'm a worker, you're a worker, like, you're cute, I'm cute, like, let's link up, you know? So that's how a lot of wrestling relationships happen. But, you know, we got into the business. We weren't wrestlers. We were just uh, 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 layer arounders. Well, she was modeling and shit. I was, like, laying around. But, um, you know, we got got into wrestling. And, um, yeah, I guess, like, definitely us being together and we talk about it all the time is a, is a major plus and it makes things way easier because we understand, like, that's always the line that I like to use. Like we understand like a regular person, like they just, they won't understand why you spend your time watching so many videos, why you'll go travel fucking 180 miles, 300 miles for like 20 bucks, 10 bucks, you know, 50 bucks, whatever it may be, you know? So while you're trying to get your career to pop off because it's very similar to being a musician you know so i feel like you know people that are in the business they have an understanding you know like or if somebody has to go away say Layla has a show somewhere else you know a, a regular person they get jealous or, or they're haters or if they just don't get the, get the the aspect of what 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 the business really is you know and i don't want to go too mm-hmm. into it but you know, when you understand that this is a business and you understand how it operates, you know, the success of like both people can really benefit you as, as a wrestler. So like as she succeeds, I succeed and, and vice versa. So we both have that understanding and we're able to, you know, we're able to work it that way. You know, we have a, we have our own gimmick at the end of the day, you know, and it, and it works for us. And that's because we have an understanding of the business. Somebody on the outside, they don't know shit. I mean, they're just going to be like, oh, hey, baby, go have fun at your show or whatever. Or, you know, they're going to treat you like shit. And they're going to be like, don't go to your show because they don't support what you do or whatever the fuck it is. But, yeah, you know, being in the relationship definitely makes it better because, you know, we just have an understanding. We understand, you know, that's why I say, hey, babe, you know what? You know, even if something bothers me, you know, because shit bothers everybody. Right. You know, like, let's be real. So, like, you know, if she gets an opportunity and I don't get an opportunity, you know, of course, I'm happy for you and I support her. But I want my opportunities, too. But at the end of the day, I understand, you know, we're in a relationship, we're a couple, you know, for us to succeed, we both have to succeed or she has to succeed. And maybe I don't, maybe I'm the shits. It doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, you know, I understand what the professional wrestling business is and I see the work that she puts in, we do it together. So at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just a matter of understanding and that's why we're successful. And that's why we're going to go far in the business because we got each other's back, you know? Yes, sir. And, and, you know, and this is for the people that always ask questions about, you know, why marry, why wrestlers marry other wrestlers. This is the sole reason why. And, and then, of course, you know, if you're not traveling with that person, I, like, I don't give a shit if you were just my girl and you travel with me being, being asked by valet, you know, nothing about the business. I got to take it upon myself to teach you about the business. So at least you get to know firsthand of how this shit is done, how everything runs, how everything works. So yeah. she don't feel like she's about to fall into fall, fall into that crap and be like, oh my God, she just exposed the business. Then you shouldn't never bring someone like that outside. And I think that's I think that's probably another reason why that you don't see many 
like outside people coming in to do that, unless you want to include Vicky, unless you want to include Vicky Guerrero involved in the mix or some other people that I can name, but I don't want to do that today. But you know, when you but when it comes to that, I just think people gotta understand like this is a career, this is a job, so don't hate on another person's success. Encourage that person to do better with that success to get them into the next plateau, to get them to the next level. So shit, you can have a better outcome and you can have a better living in that situation. Some people just don't want to put in the work. They want to just be right in the bid. Well, I'm entitled to this, so I'm going to do this. And say you just go through the trials and tribulations with someone to get to that promised land. So as you make it, you both make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a pretty deep thought, the way you you kind of like broke it down like that. But yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. It's it's you know, if you're able to like really and that's why it's good that we came into it before wrestling, because before we ever got into wrestling, like we looked at each other in the car and we were like, yo, like it's us before wrestling, right? And like we made that agreement right there. So at the end of the day, like we know that we have each other's backs, like to the point where little things like that get worked out very easily. You know, we're very happy to see the other person succeed. You know, at this point, we're at, we're, to us, we're in the promised land of like, you know, a successful relationship. Like watching the other person succeed puts a smile on my face, you know? Yeah, Layla will have a good moment in the ring and it'll bring a tear to my eye, you know? Because for one, I love wrestling. I love when people evoke emotion out of me, you know, while they're wrestling. And she does that more than anybody, especially because I train with her and I, and I, and I know like where we've come from, you know, I know things that nobody else knows about our struggle, our journey, you know? So, you know, seeing it all come together and start of, and start to, to be a successful story. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's motivating. It's awesome. You know, speaking of of working together, I know you two trained for um, pro wrestling 2.0 in the gym down there. Um, is that it? I mean, was that really your first start into training? So, like, how was your training version? Make your training process was because I know from the story she told me was she wanted to do it. You didn't want to do it at first. She kind of convinced you to try, like, come on, like, just jump in, just do this dive with me. And you was kind of hesitant at first, but then you kind of caved in. And then you said, like, you know what, fuck it. I'm like, so like, you know what, fuck it. If you want in, I'm gonna, you know, saying that like, I'm gonna go do the same thing with you too. So how did that? come about how did that decision for you okay. to say you know what and this is what you want me to do and if i feel like i know that i can't do it i'm gonna do it well you know i'm always been the guy that's like kind of down for anything and and i i was an amateur wrestler growing up you know i started wrestling when i was five years old i wrestled like all the way through high school so wrestling's always been a part of my life after high school I got out of wrestling, did a little MMA, had some shit happen with my life, became a mechanic, became like a drinker. You know, that's how I met her. She was a bartender and I was a drinker, you know? So I got to go to the bar every day and that's where I got to, you know, throw a little game down. And, and go to your favorite me. bar, see your favorite bartender and then just keep your fingers crossed. Like, you know what, maybe maybe this guy's going work. Yep, yep, exactly. See, now, I've never been to that scenario before. Like, I see that I haven't met like my ex girlfriends and shit like that. I like bars, shit like that. Oh, I, oh, like, something. I'll be randomly on. I mean, randomly up at the street, or maybe on like a city bus, something like that. And somehow, a city bus. Months later, I'll run. I'll run. I'll run. I'll run into them later. I'll be like, oh wait, I remember you. You was over here with that. And then we'll catch up from there. That's how I get that number from that. I'm like, okay. If uh-huh. I see, you, if I see you a second time, then it has to be a meant to be moment. If I only see you once and I don't see you ever the fuck again. 
I just leave the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And we, we were friends for like a year before we ever like started doing anything. So like, it, it definitely was like, we had like a friendship. Like we didn't even realize it was gonna go there. But, um, you know, honestly, I can't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> I, I, I now you was going to the bar, you met her while she was a bartender. Okay, yeah, yeah, now I got it, I'm back on it, I'm back on it. So yeah, gotcha. we were going to the bar. You know, she had actually had like, a, uh, she did a magazine cover. It was like one of her first ones or something. And she had given me one because we were talking at that time and I was supporting her, you know, I was like, oh, you're modeling. That's pretty cool. I thought it was dope. So she, um, I've always been, you know, like, like as far as like women go, I've always liked one that's got a, uh, she got a drive about her, you know, she was doing something. She wasn't like a, a lazy chick, you know what I mean? So I thought that was like cool about her that I never looked at her as a bartender. I was like, oh, she's more than a bartender. Like, like she's doing this modeling thing, blah, blah. And one of the questions in the magazine is said, like, what do you want the people to know? And she had put like, um, I secretly want to be a wrestler. Maybe I still do some stupid shit like that. But we had never really spoken about it, you know, and even and I was an amateur wrestler. So like we were together for like a year and we never even spoke about wrestling, really. She just brought it up a couple of times. And I was like, yo, like I, I loved WWE when I was a kid, you know, but when I became like an amateur wrestler, they kind of beat that out of you. You know, like that's fake, you know, blah, 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 that's fake. That's fake. So I was like, you know, like professional wrestling. I was like, I don't know about this. You know, I haven't watched it in years. And, you know, she had been doing her research on the side because she's like that, you know, she got that hustle about her. She had already looked up some schools, I guess, while I was just doing whatever. She was looking up schools, getting a plan together. So she had found a school, you know, it was called FEW down in fucking uh, Opelika, Florida, right in the middle of the hood. And, um, and um, we went over there and, and, um, okay. Um, we went to Yo, the school. I, you know, I can hear you back there. <laughs> <laughs> she told me to stop cursing so much. I watched my mouth. Um, no, I mean, on this show on After Dark, you can curse whatever the fuck that you want, man. Ignore that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you. No, I'm heard that too. You know that, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> just coming to the camera. He needs to come into the camera. All this stuff like that. Like, Yo, you're not going to have him. Be, you know, see me, be cursing up a storm. I'm like, since when? Yeah. Yeah, look, at least, she's, at least she cares enough to have my back. You know, she's watching my image. She wants to make sure that I'm portrayed the right way. So we I go down you. to, we, we go down to FEW, you know, and, or well, she goes at first. I don't go. She's like telling, she, she goes and talks to this trainer for like an hour. Um, you know, I thought this guy was a clown. To me, he looked, he was like an older dude. And I was like, who, who the hell is this guy, a pro wrestler? Like, I don't know. It just didn't seem like, like, like nothing special, you know? And, you know, I guess I was just like kind of an ass like that. I don't know. So we go down there and um, she finally drags me down there one day. She's like, hey, if we don't go, we're never going to go. And, and I was, I just wanted to chill and eat pizza and, and drink beer and watch TV and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I ended up going, you know, I ended up going, I bit the bullet and I put on some, some basketball shorts I haven't put on in years, you know, with some little workout shoes that I probably had to go buy at the store. Cause I just wasn't doing anything anymore. I completely given up like athletics, you know, and that's all I ever wanted to do in my life was be an athlete. I wanted to be a football player, you know, I was a great, great wrestler. So, um, yeah, you know, as soon as we got in there and we trained and I stepped in the ring, 
you know, I, I just knew right away. As soon as I fell the mat, like my foot, like seeing into the mat and the boards squeak, squeak in, the, in, the, in, the, in the ring and the metal move, I just knew that like I could be a pro wrestler, you know? And after the training, we did the first day of training and the trainer talked to us for like an hour. And when I walked out, I told her, I said, I'm going to the WWE, you know? And I believe that then and, you know, and I believe it now. And, and if not that, then something of that caliber, you know, because I just knew that I could do this, you know, from the minute I got in there. So she dragged me along, you know, and she knew that I would do it. You know, I think she knew that, like, if she could just get me to do it, that I would be good at it. Yeah, you know? I was so. going to say, yeah, I was going to say, like, she's your, she's your pulse monitor. Like, you know, so like, she's trying to get that pulse in my, yo, come on, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, got to get you to get yeah. that energy to try to do something that you're saying, like, at least to try to make something out of yourself and then you know you need people yeah. like that around you be so i so yeah yo yeah. bless her yo, bless her heart for actually you know yeah. planting that seed in your head and be like you know what and then in due time it manifests itself and as you actually went to the training and then you just cut the bug you know what i mean that's the yeah. same thing with me when it came to this podcast it's like it was like it, it was elimination 2020 i got pissed off at the whole damn match card and, and then I'm just like, well, I talk wrestling with my boys all the time anyway. So how can I do it in a way that other people can hear it? So I ran into Anchor. And that's how I had done the first episode, which was only like 10 minutes. And after that episode, I kind of, you know, caught the bug. And I was just like, you know what? I don't know if, if I should dig in too deep into this, but if I did, I'm going to give it my all. And I'm going to just see how far I can take this goddamn thing, win or lose. You know what I mean? And here we are, yeah. four and a half seasons later, and people is already giving me praise for doing something that they didn't even think about doing themselves. And I just tell yeah. them, just, yo, if you have an idea in your head or if you have a dream, why the fuck you letting the status quo bring your ass down? And and I, I think that that works with us exactly what you said about, you know, if you have a dream, I think, I think that's kind of like, that's Layla. Like, if you have a dream, why not go do it? You know? So like me wanting to go do it with her really helped it, her, it kick her, her dream into drive. And I feel like that's what kind of pushes her. It's like, Oh, I have this dream, you know? And I'm a little different in the aspect that like, I've been through like a shitty time in my life, you know, I've, you know, drinking problems, all kinds of shit. I was a mechanic, you know, this is my second shot to me you know like when i got in that wrestling ring like like i'm an athlete again like i turned my body around my life around my habits you know i got sober mm -hmm. dude like like the things that wrestling has done for me like wrestling has completely changed my life like i owe wrestling like so much man especially since i i never knew why i was a wrestler when i was young why i was doing that and it, it all led to this and like it's a fact that i'm doing this now and that i met her and she wanted to be a wrestler and like what girl wants to be a wrestler you know and she got me back into wrestling like she really like I, I was wrestling up until I left high school and then when I left high school is when everything kind of changed for me and you know now that I'm wrestling right. again I'm I, I had hair down to my ass you know I had a beard <laughs> that was this long when I when I met her I looked like I was a, a caveman I don't even know why she was with me you know I looked like Duck Dynasty now this is like who I am I'm I, I'm back to like who Luke Curtis was when he was a young guy, when he was growing up, when he was a wrestler, you know what I mean? So like, that's back in me. I can't even describe like how, how that makes me feel, you know, that I, that I'm doing like something athletic with my life and, and I'm excelling in my, I'm getting my body back. And, and like, I'm just beginning, man. Like we've only had like 70 matches. We've been on the road for like a year, bro. 
So like it's the first year and it's like so much success is coming and like the the the, the skills and, and like we're just getting better all the time and it's just oh man I just in five years I, I can't even imagine you know like this 2022 is like we already know we're gonna kill it we're not even there yet I was telling her yesterday 2021 is still our year and it's not even over we still got WrestleCade I'm wrestling Cesar Bonani on, on Sunday you know like just we got a lot of stuff going on she's going to Icons of Wrestling in in, in December like it's just it's just our, it's our years. It's our time, man. Like we're taking over the business and you know, that's it. And, and what's great is you two are in the midst of the resurgence of the independent wrestling circuit. Yes. Yes. So as I got to give my fellow props to beyond wrestling up here in Massachusetts, the UFO wrestling up here in Boston, Massachusetts, um, top row promotions that's up here in Brockton, Massachusetts. Like there's so many joints as I was telling my folks here, pay attention to the indie scene, man, because these are the people who are hungrier than the people that we see on our television screens. They yeah. want to take over that spot because they know they can do better. They can outdo what the people on television probably could do. But yeah. these are the people that we see are digging and grinding their asses off. So when they got to get that, that big contract, that big bag comes in, breaking in the bank, that's when the whole life changes forever because now you're not just this status quo person over here. Now you belong in the pack over here. So for you two to be in the in the midst of it right now, which is fucking great. It's fucking ah, great. So I wish you guys nothing but the best for the remainder of this year and the whole damn year next year. Of, ah, thank of, you. Of 2022. Um, the certified loot, the certified loot curse is uh, gimmick. Is that just you just turned all the way up to 100, or did you get some of your characteristics from other, you know, references or influences to kind of make your uh, your character the way that it is? Well, so Certified Luke Curtis is just kind of an accumulation of what got me here. You know, growing up in the streets of Miami, I grew up disenfranchised. Um, I played Pop Warner football. I was the only white boy, you know, that used to play out there. So, like, I, I, I've been tested. I've been tried. I, I, I used to fight for money, you know, in school growing up. That's how we used to get paid. That's how you see lunch. You know, that's how I could get a slice of pizza. So, like, wrestling, you know, um, disenfranchised life, you know, just the struggle, the grind, being in Miami. It just, it made me who I am today. You know, I'm tested a lot more than a lot of these other motherfuckers. And that's just the end of it. That's just what it is, you know? I'm tried and true, not, and I'm a real fighter. And, and I got the heart and I got the soul. And, and at the end of the day, that's what makes me certified, you know? And just, I got a big ass flag that I'm gonna carry out with me that says certified Luke Curtis on it. And everybody's gonna know because that's just what it is. I put in and the word. can't teach that. <laughs> no. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Enzo. Shout out to Enzo for that. Cause that cause that made me think about him a lot. <laughs> so I was just gonna be like, well, the YouTube should just be like a nice little tag team, you and Enzo, because the whole certified G's and shit like that can come being reborn, but it had to be, you know, yeah. re-twisted up because WWE obviously got the claim to that joint. So obviously, uh -huh. but y'all could have definitely made some noise or shit like that. Yeah, be a bunch of white boy shit talkers. Nothing, yeah. no, but nothing, but definitely, please, and for, and I'm praying for this, please don't turn into the Stanley, please don't turn into the Stanley Island boys, just don't do that gimmick, don't do that, uh -huh. stay far away from that shit, be, oh, damn, who's another kind of like, I don't know if you ever heard of this um, music artist called Max Demon, and you could try to like, 
get some characteristics out of that and then put it into your own, I think people would be like, hmm, who is this guy? But that's just but that's just my take on it though. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk out, we're gonna talk after and you're gonna you're gonna fill me in on those details so I can check it out. Okay, I definitely will. Um <laughs> yeah. So all right, so you guys got a full year coming up. Um full year coming up 2022. You've been in the game for a little over a year. Um let's just dive into the wrestling, the professional wrestling scene right now. Of course. I don't know if you really pay attention to the professional wrestling scene right now currently, but oh my god. Do I even want to talk? We will dig another burial for WWE. Maybe not today, <laughs> but AEW is what everyone's kind of been hyping up for. Yes, people have their reservations when it comes to new companies and shit like that. Having a hot hand and also it fizzles out later. Impact's been doing well after the whole uh, partnership between them and AEW has kind of like come to a close, but the door is still open. You just got to do no business right now. MLW is taking shape on Vice. Oh my fucking God. Please, ladies and gentlemen, check out Major League Wrestling as well. You better pay attention to all these other promotions. Forget this big, big conglomerate corporate, com- corporate bullshit that we get on television each and every week. Focus on the other ones that's on the smaller TVs. And they're trying to make a bigger impact than what these guys are doing. So my question to you is, we think about the professional wrestling scene right now in 2021. Oh man, I love it. And like, to speaking of, of MLW, that's somewhere that I would love to work. I mean, I feel like they're bringing in a lot of those guys that have that fighter style, that MMA style. And that's really what I translate in the ring, you know, that kick-ass attitude and that style. And, and yeah, just that high work rate that, that that's coming out nowadays. And MLW is killing it. Yeah. And, and the whole indie scene, like you were saying, I mean, it's it's on fire, dude. I mean, you know, obviously the top companies are the top companies. And, and I love AEW. And, and I think for me, AEW would be a perfect place. But I think that's more like an end goal, you know? Like, I would like to work towards that so that way I could really shine if I got in that spot, you know? Mm-hmm. I would love to do, like, work international and you know, some Germany, you know, Japan, all of that stuff before I really come in and I make a mark heavy in a major promotion like that. But if I could get like a shot with, with, you know, impact MLW, especially, I feel like I could really learn from some people there and really grow. And and I just think it'd be a good fit. So I I, I love the, the, the independence right now. That's what I mostly watch. I, you know, I, I watch all these guys, you know, these are my coworkers, you know, you know, some of these guys might not support me, but I support them. It don't matter, you know. <laughs> it, it, it ain't no, it ain't no skin off my back, you know. So right. you know, I, I love it, man. I love watching guys work. I, I, I love the, the style of pro wrestling nowadays. I mean, I, I love to try and emulate that and bring that new style in and mix it with the old school and just the hard hitting. I, it just, it's just for me, man. I love, I love where wrestling's at right now. I think it's, I think it's amazing, and I hope that, man, if this can continue to grow and like, I don't know. You know it's, it's awesome. It's bigger than ever. I mean, people love wrestling right now. People love it. Everybody wants to be a wrestler. Everybody. It's crazy. Yeah. But the thing about that is certain people that want to be wrestlers, they only want to do it because they see what WWE does and they think like, oh, this is easy as shit. And I'm like, do you not know the shit that you got to do before that? Like, even talking yeah. to my best friend, telling him, like, yo, for me, I would have to go to wrestling school for four to six months before, before I have my first match. So I gotta learn how to take the bumps and be able to heal, you know, heal and be able to take over the pain. But I gotta be able to master my moves. Like, bro, there's more to this shit than meets the eye. People just don't understand that. So, so yeah. for people like 
So if people like you and Leah that's already been through there and me just about to go into it myself, I'm already telling myself, yo, listen, you're going to be going into where you're bumped up and bruised up, but hey, is it worth it? Hell yeah. And that's all I just kept telling myself. So I, so I can't wait to just get the feel of the ring and just to run around, just to jump, you know, so just to be like, oh my God, I can feel like myself again. I can feel like a kid again. Be my younger, my myself, and just going being fucking crazy ballistic um, when it comes to that. So I deeply admire the people that still says to this very day that they still want to become wrestlers. Because think about it, Diamond Dallas Page didn't start to when he was 35 years old training. Yeah. I'm 31. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I so I keep telling myself, bro, you still got some time, but don't waste too much time. Yeah. I'm saying it, that to each and everybody out there that don't let the status quo tell you that you can't do this, you can't do that, this, that, and the third. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we met Yokozuna that we never even thought that was going to be a world heavyweight champion end up being a world heavyweight champion. And he was far outside the status quo of what WWE wanted. So I don't want to believe that whole, you got to be this, 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 that, the third, and if you should be this. Bullshit. Just prove that yeah. you can work your ass off in the ring, the people will respect you for that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you know, as we talk about the independence and where wrestling's at nowadays, WWE doesn't have to be the, the end-all, be-all, you know, and especially if you're a professional wrestler and you love the business and you, and, and you love the independence like I do. Like, I love MLW. I love Impact. You know, I love Ring of Honor. You know, that's a dream to be able to work for a company like that. Um, New Japan, you know, anywhere that I could go. And me and Layla talk about it all the time, even if I don't end up anywhere, you know, which I hope that I do. Um, you know, we're living our dream, you know, we're on the road, we've, we've driven to Texas, we've driven to Tennessee, you know, Georgia, Carolina, we go out there, we hustle, you know, we meet people on the road, we inspire kids, it might be on a smaller level than other people, but I'm living my dream, I'm a professional wrestler, I get paid to wrestle, you know, so I pay my bills, so I've already made it, you know, I don't have to go to WWE, I always thought when I started, man, it has to be WWE, and I would still love to be there, I would love to be in that spotlight, you know, that's the that's the pinnacle of it all. But, um, you know, it's, it's not everything. And I've come to understand that. And it's really made me appreciate the business even more and where I'm at in the journey. And, you know, I want to give back one day. I want to train. Like, there's so much, man, that, that yes. to do for me in wrestling. Like, I know, like, the rest of my life is, is, is planned out in, in a format for, for wrestling. You know, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I know it's always going to be wrestling. And, and you, bro, you start now at 31, you might be wrestling 30, 40 years. You might be 60 years old wrestling, working on the independence. You might be something big time WWE, but you can still inspire people, bro. You can yeah, still be in the like, people, people will still, too. People like, will still like, chant your name. If you work hard and you go out there and you bust your ass, people will chant your name, bro. Mm -hmm. you, will, you will inspire people. You'll sell autographs. You know, it's, 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 you touch people's lives, you know, based on your hard work. And I think that's one of the best things you can get from wrestling is inspiring people. And, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, man. It's wrestling. is a great way to give back, you know, it benefits you. Yeah. It benefits the others. It's, it's a beautiful thing, bro. It's a beautiful this, thing. Yeah. And this will keep the circle of life still going. Yeah. You know? As one person yeah. walks out, another person is, is going to take that person's place. But when that happens, some new student is going to walk right in and be like, I, I want to learn. I want to train. And yeah. that's how you got the whole cycle. As long as you break, as long as you don't break that cycle, this thing can go on forever. 
And it will. It will go on forever. Wrestling's like one of the first sports ever. Yes. Know? Yes. And for some people that need to learn about the real history of professional wrestling, please. There's one video that's out there with the, the history of the world heavyweight title that's under the WWE um, banner. They made a great documentation of that history of professional wrestling and how it really kind of like got started in the 1910s and the 1920s. Yeah, and we see how the evolution of that came out to be to what we know as today. So I recommend for the people at home to watch that documentary series because that's some good shit. Yeah, right there. no, nobody was playing football or basketball or nothing like that. Everybody, wrestling was the big draw on television. You know, that's those guys were making. They were the highest paid professional athletes. You know, were the professional wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So you know, the wrestlers are the OGs of it. They can say whatever they want about wrestling, but wrestlers been doing it since the 30s, the 40s, you know? So. Man, but listen, but, need, but needless to say, now looking at that shirt, I was like, hmm, imagine he had a gold chain on, some sunglasses, maybe like a nice light little like feather cap. Your gimmick could be somewhat of like a Playboy act type shit. Then you have Layla coming out as like your manager type shit. I'm like, uh-uh, you're supposed to be over here this side of the third. Like, I can picture... Now, new gimmicks, maybe because of that shirt kind of gave like away. I was like, he got to come out like a Playboy, white boy type shit. And people, <laughs> would, people would resonate, but people would hate you as fuck for that because why? You got to play a heel. You got to yeah. play as a heel if you're going to do that. Because I'm like, he looks like he can play a heel, charming face and shit like that. You're saying like, good look at some of this too. But I'm like, he got to play a heel. He got to play a heel if he's going to do that. And later got to play a heel too. They'd be like, fuck that. Mm. And then you just hit him with a small package one, two, three, snuff all tight. We out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We out of here. <laughs> they would have been yeah. like, what? And I'm like, it's working. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not the first person to recommend that, actually. Someone else also put that bug in my ear. Oh, yeah. see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said that's where the money's at, you know? What? Mm -hmm. I mean, what? Is it being a heel right now? No, and that gimmick, you know, that's where the money's at, you know, like that Playboy, oh, yeah. white boy, fucking, that's where the money's at, you know? Yeah, the white boy that got all the money because his parents inherited this money, had kicked into shit. You could just come out, just flashing out a couple of dollars. Woo wee. So, I mean, I don't know, but some crazy shit that you could do that, that can get the people pissed off. But you get people looking at you like, yo, that's yo, like, that's my guy. He's a white boy with money. And then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then people can't just rock with it, though. I mean, because uh, some of these gimmicks don't like you get to thinking and you'd be like, how can I resonate this to my character? That if it doesn't feel right, then you shouldn't do it. But if you know, like me, I can look myself in the face. I'm like, okay, I'm a thug. So what am I going to be dressing up as? Basketball, jerseys and shit like that. Some jean shorts, probably some Air Force Ones and just be cursing out the fucking crowd. And I'm like, you guys really ain't shit for this. And then you want me to cut my ass a promo? Nah, here's a promo. This crowd can suck my beard and then walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's perfect. Yeah, you sound like you're already settling in, man. You're gonna be fine, bro. Trust me. I mean, yeah, I've been, I mean, listen, I've been thinking about this thing when I was a kid, right? But as I got older, the 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 dream kind of deferred. I went to college. Um, my mom had just passed away when I was a freshman, so I really was discombobulated like disconnected to the world so i was like mia for like years i don't know what the fuck i was doing that time period and then just like you you know say i took the back seat i i started working i started doing this selling things kicking the play 
And I felt out of love with wrestling because during that time period, my mind was elsewhere. It was after college when I came back home, I turned on WWE. I'm like, okay, what's going on with WWE right now since, since I haven't watched them in years? Who's still around? Who's not here? Who's the new faces that I need to know about? This is when Seth, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Cesaro had just like came in and they've been there for maybe like a year. And I'm just getting used to this. And I'm like, what's going on with this? And then you see people like Dean Ambrose. I'm like, he's a, he's a guy that I, that I gravitate to, John Moxley. And yes, folks, we're sitting out of love and praise to John Moxley as well. Yo, kick alcohol and kick alcohol's ass, bro. Anyway, um, but that kind of got me to get back and got me to get back into watching wrestling. Then I was just like, well, what's going on between what I watched back then to what I watch now? Oh, I get it. Sponsorships, court, you know, corporate hierarchy, and the formula got wired down to the point where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. But then as I looked at Impact, I looked at um, XPW, now that they kind of like resurfaced in the West Coast somewhere, and I'm like, wow, okay. Didn't think that they was actually going to resurface back. Um, and some other promotions, I was like, okay, I kind of got that, like, okay. But then again, I should have started this thing when I was 18, right after high school. I could have been in the industry right now. But That's what we all I say. promised my mother that I told her that I was, that I was going to go to college before anything. So I put that 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 dream for her before mine's, you know what I mean? And then looking at the whole dynamic now, and I'm like, you get these other people that's in their 30s that's wrestling or that's just getting in there just to try it. And I'm like, why not me? You know, and, yeah. and this is what I try to keep telling people that don't let your mind tell you that you can't do something. That's just you trying to be protective or you just being constantly to what you're so used to already that you don't want to have like no lifestyle change. I think people are just afraid of change. People don't want to say this and say, I want to do this, but I want to keep my lifestyle intact the way that it is. Like almost a Brock Lesnar shit. And for certain people, it's not going to work that way. Certain people like me, I know it's not going to work that way. I'm not, I'm not going to be home like that that often and shit like that. But, but at least if I know my, yo, you got to put yourself first. Your body is your money maker right now because without that, you have nothing. And just the fact that um, people just got to understand that what these wrestlers go through on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, yearly basis. And you know what I mean? And so I'm just encouraging the people follow your dreams, even if you are, you know, thinking like you, like you got like you not like no spring chicken, you prove yourself wrong. People go back to school all the time. Yeah, and, and age, you know, I feel like being a little older can can give you a leg up sometimes, you know, just because you're young. A lot of these kids come into business and they're not ready to be a part of a business like professional wrestling, the entertainment business. They're not even fully developed as adults, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old kids that want to be pro wrestlers. It's a dirty business, bro. You know, being older and having a little life experience also helps you get a gimmick over, in my opinion, you know. As a heel, um, me being a little older, I have no problem beating up a little kid, a 16, 17, 18-year-old. I have no problem whooping a, an 18-year-old's ass. I'll do it any day of the week. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it is. I, I, I've had life experience. You know, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. So, you know, it comes off in my attitude, my personality, my ring work. So you're going to have that edge about you, you know, that a kid's not going to have. They're just going to get in there and be like, yeah, I want to be a pro wrestler. 
And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life and I need to make it. So it gives you a certain edge, a certain attitude. So I feel like being older and it also, you know, you're a little more prepared to deal with business decisions, you know, and, and making the right decisions that, that benefit you as, as opposed to somebody who has no experience and hasn't been, you know, gotten a couple of times in their life or whatever it may be, you know. So, you know, wrestling is not the time where you want to be getting got. You know, in the wrestling business, when you come in, you want to be on your P's and Q's, you know, you want to make good business decisions. You want to get your reputation out there. Same way with your podcast, you know, you don't want to be making all the worst mistakes. You make them when you're younger, you know, and then when you start Mm -hmm. doing something at this age, it's successful because you have the right mindset, the right mentality that these kids, they don't have that, you know, they got to get that. So I think, yeah, they got to learn that firsthand. That's what they need to learn that firsthand. Um, Before we even do get out of here, you got any... I know there was. I know we trying to get some funny stories out of Layla, but she didn't really have any. But she told me that you had some funny stories of the wrestling, oh, man. something like that. <laughs> that you can tell. So I'm like, nope. Before we even get the hell out of here, you gotta hit us. You know, you gotta hit us with a funny ass story right now. Oh my story gosh, time. a funny ass story. I man, I'm trying to think of some funny shit that's happened. I mean, all kinds of stuff happened to us, man. That I feel like is funny. That might not be funny to somebody else. I don't know, like. You know, wrestling's got some real interesting uh, a fan base, you know. So sometimes we'll go do shows out in the middle of nowhere, you know, uh, some different type of fans. And then, you know, the promoter wants to take us out to eat after. So, you know, we, of course, we're going to go have, have dinner with the promoter. And, you know, but we always get caught back, you know, helping out because we're, you know, the good hand on the job. So. Yes. You know, we finish helping out, we get to the restaurant, you know, and of course there's only like, you know, one table left and it's got to be with like the Hills Have Eyes family, you know, people with no teeth, you know, you know, me and Layla have walked into, into a restaurant before and they've been like, yeah, come sit over here with us. You know, we're looking around, there's nowhere to sit. And we literally walked out, you know, we've left. You know, we're like, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, we got to go. You know, we got our dog, we, you know, we'll make up some, so, you know, our dog is with us or whatever, so we can get away from people, but all kinds of crazy shit happened, but it's nothing crazy in the locker room that I can remember, you know, one time we were in the car coming back uh, from a show and I think there was like a, a roach in the car or a big ass grasshopper or something and we're on the highway and we got some of the boys in the back and everybody's panicking because there's a cricket in the car. We're fucking pulled over in the middle of the street, people jumping out the car. So <laughs> I don't know, lots of crazy shit happens to us on a daily basis, but it's mostly like the stuff that we see that I feel like is it's funny, you know, people, people always acting a fool in the business. I mean, I guess that's kind of why we started the blog and stuff too, you know, cause try and capture some of those moments that. Yeah. Speaking of the vlogs. Yeah. I, yeah, I tuned into the latest, you know, to the latest vlog that you just released um, a couple of days ago. And I was just laughing my ass off. I was just like, this yeah. is this great, great shit from a great couple that you guys are trying to document your moves as uh-huh. you do that. So I'm like, you know what? It's great to get, more viewers to look at you guys and be like, yo, we sweat. If people would not know where you guys came from, at least they'll know about them vlogs. So they'll be like automatically connected to you, right? You know, so like right there. So that's good promotion for you guys as well. Yeah. To be able to say, like, yo, we like, yo, we regular people just like y'all be. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. our lifestyles is different because we wrestle. So we we over here doing this, or I'm going to the gym. She's home doing this, or she's at the gym. I'm doing this, blah blah blah. So 
it, it gives the fans dynamic of wrestlers are humans. You know what I'm saying? We're not just what I mean, like they're not superstars, like you know, like the Will Smiths in the world where they're gonna have a bodyguard around them and shit like that. <laughs> like they're people, they're very yeah. human fucking people. So please uh, that people the, the credit and respect that is owed to them. Yep, yep. But needless to say, man, oh man, well, thank you for coming on, especially after you smashed your phone twice. And we had to reschedule a couple of times. Yeah. We finally got this breaking down in the books. Before we even let you go, this is what we call our winner's circle, the victory lap, where you get to do your plugins, shout-outs, the whole nine yards, where we can find your matches, your merchandise, your whole nine yards. And I need one drop from you, basically saying, yo, this is certified Lou Curtis. You know what I'm saying? You're here watching and listening to the Off the Top Roast podcast. Go check them out. Okay, so, you know, uh, Certified Luke Curtis, you can check me out on Instagram. It's at Certified underscore Luke Curtis. Twitter, it's the underscore Luke Curtis. You know, TikTok, Certified underscore Luke Curtis. Pretty much just Google me, man, Certified Luke Curtis. You can check my matches out on YouTube. Um, you want to get 8 by 10s you could DM me, catch me at a show for some merchandise. Um, check out the vlogs on YouTube, Luke and Layla Chase the Dream. It's a new project that we're popping off, so... Hopefully we get a good amount of subscribers, some viewers. You get an inside look at our life. Um, you know, we have gear, ring-worn gear that we sell, you know, all kinds of different ways that we can connect with our fans. Um, uh, cameos, uh, just different ways to reach out to us. Just reach out and, uh, you know, look me up on YouTube and all that. And, uh, you know, this is Certified Luke Curtis. And you're listening to Off the Top Row Podcast. Wait, what do you want me to say? <laughs> This is Surfright Woo Curtis, man. You listen and watch the Off the Top Rose podcast. Go follow the like, share, subscribe, the whole night, y'all. Whatever. Yo, this is Certified Luke Curtis. You're listening to Off the Top Rope podcast, baby. Make sure you go give them a check them out, give them a listen, subscribe, follow their content, listen to all the new stuff coming out. Most importantly, check out this interview, baby, because it's me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it right there. That's a great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but yo, Luke, thank you, man. Thank you. We greatly appreciate it, man. Give Layla our love. Folks, y'all know the deal. Y'all know the steals. Next episode coming out after this will be our last week of wrestling. We're going to talk about and recap what's going on in the wrestling this week. And uh, we got some special announcements coming for you guys as well as far as the end of season four season finale and for what we got get up in season five coming back in january until then ladies and gentlemen i black on here at bid y'all we certified luke curtis here as well we bid y'all adieu uh